What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 15 of Cookies and Beer. And uh, yeah, let's hop into it. What's up, everybody? July 13th, 2019. Uh, happy Saturday for all you guys and gals out there. Um, hopefully everyone had a, a good week. Uh, a little recap. What the fuck did I do last week? Uh, I mean, we could talk about the UFC fights, I guess. Um, those were fucking wild to watch. Uh, the Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren fight was, uh, it was intense, dude. It was all three, all three seconds of it. Uh, that was fucking crazy. That flying knee to the face, shoulder, side, whatever, uh, knocked him out. First three seconds, pretty fucking wild. Uh, then up was the uh, Holly Holm Amanda Nunes fight. That was also fucking bonkers. Um, big fucking head kick from uh, Amanda Nunes to Holly Holm. Um, I don't even know if they found her head still to this day because it was hard as fuck. I don't know how these how these how these people do it. Like you have to be a special kind of person to just want to be able, like being totally chill with just being like, I'm I'm probably going to get fucked up tonight. Like I could, like there's a chance that I'm not, that I'm not going to live or that I can't walk or I'm going to snap an ankle or break my fucking whole, whole foot. Dude. I remember watching this Anderson Silva fight. It was the one where he fucking briefcased his right leg and uh, and I remember watching that. That was the first time I was like, whoa, like this is like, I mean, obviously I knew it was real, but like watching somebody's bone fucking snap and fold <laughs> in person, I was just like, wow, I'd never seen anything like that before. Uh, so that's when I was like, oh, fuck, dude. So like seeing, seeing these guys and these chicks just get beat the fucking shit out of each other. And then like, they just get up and do like, oh yeah, it was good to go. Like, can't, can't wait to do it again. Like, Jesus, my fucking hats are off to you. My hat's off to you. Um, and then the last one was the, uh, Thiago Santos and the John Jones fight. I like this fight. I don't know. I've talked to a few people and people want to hate. I guess that John Jones didn't throw enough punches and he kind of played it safe, quote unquote. Um, I get it, but like it was a fucking gnarly fight, man. Like I, for you guys that didn't watch it, pretty big fight. Um, John Jones being the favorite. Diogo Santos though is no underdog by any means. He's a fucking beast, and I uh, went all five rounds. The beginning of the second round, third round, I believe. Uh, Tiago Santos fucked up his left knee somehow. I forget what it was. I think from just leg kicks. He was hobbling around, but he was still throwing heavy kicks with the same leg, but he had a hobble here and there. Went it ended up going all five rounds, uh, which was a huge shock, which it was a I thought it was a great fight. Um and then John Jones won. They both had to get basically like w- like they were both in a wheelchair on the way leaving the fucking the stadium because they were both they both couldn't walk. They were just so jacked. Then come to find out, dude, Diago Santos had a fucking torn ACL, MCL, a PCL, whatever the fuck that is, and a torn meniscus, and he still went all five rounds and threw gnarly-ass leg kicks. So, I don't know, man. These guys are, they're just, 
fuck. I don't know. I don't get it. I know I couldn't do it. I get punched once and I'm fucking, I'm off trying to fucking, fucking make the peace over here. I, if I could fight, I'd probably be a little different, but you just don't know, man. You don't know. You don't, I feel like, I feel like that's one of the things we got fucked for us is that you can't really fight anymore because not that I'm like for it or whatever, but like, you don't know who knows fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You might push some guy who looks like a total tool, but he's a fucking, you know, black belt in Muay Thai, and this fool just throws a fucking head kick straight to your face, breaks your nose, you're all upset, and, you know, you fucking ruin your Labor Day weekend. You just don't know. Or if they have a gun. Um, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but point of the story, the fights were fucking nuts. Uh, definitely worth watching on YouTube or whatever. Uh, but, uh, that was basically my whole weekend. I moved, moving fucking sucks, dude. Can we, uh, can we just all agree just that, that we can just stay in one place? Like that's, I think we should, that should just be a fucking court mandated thing where you just find a spot and you go, yep, this is good. This is good forever. I don't have to move any shit because it, I'm fucking over it, dude. Every year, every year I go through it, but, uh, you know what you live and you learn, you keep doing it. And that's just part of life. Stop bitching about it. Uh, jumping right into this bullshit. Uh, do you guys see this Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, this shit happened at Buffalo Wild Wings. I think it was in, like in Texas. Yeah, let me pull it up here. Yeah, super fucked up. Uh, obviously, we don't know the whole story, but there's some quotes in there where I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's that's fucking super racist, and I don't know how she didn't get her ass beat. But long story short, uh, yeah, yeah, this was in Texas. The waitress, I guess, was helping some customers, I guess, or black, I don't, doesn't really say, but, uh, she basically, the waitress walks up to her at some point during the meal, and this is a quote from wherever the fuck this is, uh, Washington Post, but, um, it says, uh, don't take this racially, but sometimes the only way you can, Jesus, this is so fucked up, the only way you can tell, uh, with black people is from their eyes and their smiles because it's so dark. How this lady's still alive is beyond me. You, you say some shit like that, you deserve to get your fucking ass beat. You deserve... I think you should be able to just kill somebody. You should... If anyone says some bullshit like that, boom. You should have a free... Have a free fucking bullet. Like that Chris Rock... That fucking Chris Rock joke. You get one fucking bullet. You get one bullet, and you're just like, you know what? Nope, today's the day. Bam. Fucking good to go. Because um, this is super fucked up. And I guess... I'm assuming the waitress was white, reportedly white or Hispanic. Yeah. Jesus, man. I don't know what's going on. I've been a lot. I've been all over Texas and everyone seems pretty fucking cool. But, you know, there's still some shit bags out there. But, um, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings is fucking weird, dude. I remember when, when those things first came out, I was all about them. Like, I'm going to go get wings. These are the best wings ever. You know, I get to go watch sports. It's like this big-ass sports bar. Dude, Buffalo Wild Wings sucks. It sucks, dude. It's the fucking Chuck E. Cheese for adults. Like, nobody wants to go. The fucking food. The food's okay. Like, I'm not going to lie. If we're comparing it to, to Chuck E. Cheese, I'm going to put money on it right now. Chuck E. Cheese probably has better pizza. For sure. For sure. I don't even know if Buffalo Wild Wings has pizza, but if they do, I guarantee Chuck E. Cheese is better. But, like, the food's kind of shit. The atmosphere's, like, cool, man. Like, you know, there's this weird rat band fucking singing Johnny Cash to a bunch of four-year-olds, you know, a bunch of animatronic 
black mirror looking motherfuckers and it, everyone's dead inside like you you go to buffalo wild wings and it's usually it's usually it's usually one of two groups it's a giant group of people i'm talking 10 plus or it's one person i feel like if you go into the bar there's either one person or it's a tiny booth with 40 people trying to crowd in it. And they're all drinking water like a bunch of fucking cocksuckers. Guaranteed. Next time you go into a Buffalo Wild Wings, if you're so blessed that you have one in, you know, in your close proximity, next time you, you go in there, you're going to see tables of one or tables of 50. That's what it should be. If you like walk in, instead of like, oh, hey, like how many are in your party? They just go one or 50. You're like, fucking one, bro. One. Just give me one. Let's go. Or you walk in with, like, two people, and they're like, for sure, this guy wants 50. And you walk up, and you give him that nod. You're like, yeah, bitch, it's 50. 50-50. But, yeah, above the Wild Wings, man. Dude, I remember one time uh, I had a friend come in town, and uh, we were like, where should we go eat, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, Buffalo Wild Wings sounds pretty good. And so we fucking drove, like, (laughs) we drove, like, 40 minutes. No, it was probably, like, 25 minutes to a Buffalo Wild Wings. And we smoke on the way there. And, um, or yeah, I think I maybe waited until we actually got there. But regardless, we're, we were, you know, partaking in the marijuana. And by the time we like, got there, everybody was kind of giggling or whatever. And then it, it shit fucking hit the fan, dude. Like we get there and there's so, it's like a Friday night. I want to say it was during like postseason basketball. There was something big or a big fight or something. So it looked like fucking Black Friday at Best Buy. You know, it was just overflowing with people. People were running. People were crying. There were kids running around with no shirts on, you know, with fucking toilet paper stuck to their foot. Like it was it was pure chaos. It was organized chaos. That should be that should be the that should be the slogan for Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Shit's chaotic. Enter, enter at your own risk. Uh, but we get there, and my friend, uh, she either hadn't smoked in a while, or I forgot what like exactly was going on. But she's like, "I'm fucking freaking out," and I was like, "Well, strap in because we're fucking here. We drove 30 minutes to Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm already depressed about that. I'm God be fucked if I don't if I don't leave this place with at least 10 chicken fucking nuggets and at least one or two Jack and Cokes." So we wait, we wait, we get a table for 50 and we're sitting and it's just the three of us and she's freaking out, bro. She's fucking freaking out. So it comes time to order drinks and I'm like, yeah, I'll have a Jack and Coke. My sister gets whatever she gets. And then my friend is just like, I'll just have a water. And then she just went, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, all right, calm down. Like, we're good. Like, everything's good. And I could just see straight panic, dude. And like, you know, when you look. When you look into someone's eyes and you're just like, you're, you just connect. You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know exactly what you're going through right now. But you know what? We're going to, we're going to just, we're going to fucking figure it out. We're going to, this is, we're going to come out the other end a better person. I guarantee. So, uh, we get our drinks, we're going or whatever. It gets time to order food and I get like, I don't know. I always, I always order like a fat fucking asshole whenever I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I, that and like Taco Bell are the only two places where I'm like, yeah, I could eat $30 worth of food. Fucking eat three fifty of it and take the rest of it home so you can eat it at 2 o'clock in the morning while you're mid-fucking, 
while you're half asleep on the way to the bathroom. I do that shit all the time. That's why I can't have leftovers. If I bring home leftovers, it's it doesn't even like go over until the next night. I just eat them later. They're like left laters. Yeah, can I get a box for my left? Can I get a left later box, please? Please? Cool. Because this shit is not going overnight. This shit is going to last two more hours. It's still going to be hot when I eat it later. That's that's how that's usually how that goes down. It's either that or they it stays in there for three weeks and then you go, what's that smell, man? It smells something. Something smells. It smells like shit. Kind of smells like mold or moss. You know, like I've been living in the jungle for the last fucking three months. And then you open that drawer, that drawer that nobody goes into. It's like used for cheese and leftover ranch dressings from fucking Pizza Hut. And that never go old, by the way. You could fucking open one of those things after a nuke goes off. And that thing's still going to taste fresh as fuck. So, um, But you open up that drawer and then it hits you and you, th- you throw up. You throw up into the fucking... <laughs> You throw up into the drawer and you're just like, oh my God, this is, this is really, really bad. And so you have to rinse it out. You got to, th- you know, pour tons of bleach in there. It smells like a goddamn fucking public swimming pool in your kitchen. And, um, and then you learn, you don't do it again for another two years and then, you know, rinse and repeat. But, um, we were talking about Jesus Fuck. What were we just talking about? Buffalo Wild Wings, ordering a lot of food. I eat a lot of food. Go. And so I got like, I think, two 10 pieces, uh, Asian zing and the plain buffalo because that's that's how you do it. Um, and then like 35 ranch dressings because I'm a asshole when it comes to ranch and wings. Not really pizza no more. I, I don't really know why. I'm getting weird with pizza. Uh, I used to be that guy who was like meat lovers all day or fucking pepperoni. Bro, just give me a fucking slice of cheese pizza. I got the biggest smile on my face. But, uh, yeah, so we order every, like, you know, we leave all that. And then the entire time we're eating, I would, like, just kind of glance over at my friend. And it just was fucking looked like, it looked like she was reliving every terrible thing that ever happened to her in her entire life. Like, she looked so fucking, like, bummed out. So we had to get the fuck out of there. But, um, I feel like out. You take the even you take the weed out of it. I feel like that's still a pretty normal story for Buffalo Wild Wings. You usually go in there. Um, no one ever goes in there happy, and no one ever really leaves happy. Um, they're happy that they're leaving, but you know, not really super excited about their experience because the food is, you know, it is what it is. You usually just go in there and get fucked up. That's usually what you do. That like you don't take a first date to Buffalo Wild Wings. Like you're a fucking dirtbag. I'm sorry. Or, you know, if that's, you know, your thing to, you know, quote Louis CK, I'm not gonna yuck your yum. You know, you gotta just go ahead and do do what makes you happy. But um but yeah, that had Buffalo Wild Wings, fucking had Panda Express the other day. I slipped, guys. I fucked up. I fucked up and I went to Panda Express, you know. I I went to the gym, was feeling good, and then, you know, we all fucking do it. We go, oh, I earned it. So, you know, I worked out for 52 minutes at a medium, you know, heart rate. So I, I deserve to eat 4,000 calories of fucking MSG and, you know, fats. So you go to Panda, you, you get yourself a, uh, a two item, and you get, or you do a three like me. I usually go 
my order half and half so half chow mein half steamed rice and then i go double orange chicken and then i go with either the sweet and spicy chicken or beef and broccoli and then bam done so maybe an egg roll every once in a while defends you know it really depends on how, what my bank account's looking like if it's looking if i can spare the extra two dollars i don't really give a shit yeah let's get some fucking veggie egg rolls in there and let's really just kickstart this night off but um the reason i bring that up is because uh when i was a kid like we'd go to panda express and you know the food was fine or whatever but the biggest thing I looked forward to was the fortune cookies. So, you know, every time that we would eat it, we'd always, like, as a family, we'd just, like, open up fortune cookies, laugh, and then be like, haha, whatever, we'll keep it in our wallet for fucking six months until the font rubs off and you just have a rectangle fucking white sheet of paper in the back of your wallet and you have to fucking play Nancy Drew to figure out what it's from. But um, I remember, like, as a kid, I don't know if they were just better or if they were, if or if it's just because I was a kid and I, didn't, and I didn't really know any better and everything was inspirational when I was, you know, 11. So, um, but I get, I get, you know, I got my fucking fortune cookie. I'm opening it up, you know, kind of stoked. I don't know why we all get stoked. Like somehow there's going to be some, you know, magic genie that comes out, but you know, you, you kind of get stoked to read your shit. And dude, they're getting so lazy. I don't, I don't know who the, I don't know what the writing staff. I don't know if the writing staff changed for Panda Express, but um, I feel like we need to, you know, maybe kick some of these fuckers out and really experiment with maybe some younger kids because that have more ambition. Because these motherfuckers are so lazy. I'll give you an example. Can I save this shit? Mine said you constantly struggle for self improvement. Now. Super vague. Most fortune cookies are vague because they have to, you know, there's fucking millions of people that are going to eat these and they have to, you know, you can only go so far. Unlike Taco Bell. Taco Bell with those fucking hot sauce quotes, whoever whose idea that was, give them a fucking gigantic raise. Give them Taco Bell. I think that that was the saving grace for Taco Bell. Nobody was ever really jacked on Taco Bell, but as soon as they're like, oh shit, these are like, you know, as I open up, you know, this fire sauce, that's going to give me diarrhea in 33 minutes. I'm going to, you know, read me a little poem, get a little inspirational, you know, f try to kickstart my day off right and, you know, a positive outlook. And so you started to read these things and you giggle like, oh, that's stupid, but it's also, you know, it's on a hot sauce packet, so it doesn't really matter, right? And, um, but yeah, dude, it says you, con you, you constantly struggle for self-improvement. Now, that, like I said, that's vague, all that, but um, I feel like they used to be a lot better when I was younger and it got me thinking like, shit, like if that's the trajectory of where the writing staff is going for Panda Express then I can only imagine what it's going to be like in, you know, 20, 30 years, assuming Panda Express is still around that long, probably. Them in the Hidden Valley ranches from Pizza Hut are the only two food sources that are going to be available. I think I got diabetes just thinking about that. Dipping Panda Express into Hidden Valley Ranch. Oh, my God. I want to throw up just fucking thinking about that. But anyway, so I was like, yeah, like I wonder what the fortune cookies or the fortunes are going to be like in like, say, 2040, right? And I started thinking and I laughed at myself. I was like, dude, this is so stupid. But what if it just goes so downhill that they're just they just totally give up and they say shit like you are sad. 
but you'll be happy. Like super vague, just doesn't really doesn't really say anything. It but somehow makes you feel like your day is gonna get really really well. And then <laughs> I was laughing at this one. It was like you are tired, but soon you will be rested. Like yeah, I mean. Yeah, at some point, either you're going to fall asleep or you're going to die. And I guess he could rest in either of those. But um, that shit had me dying, though. I was like, dude, I cannot wait. So if you if you are hearing this and it's the year 2040 and Panda Express is still a thing, send me a screenshot. I don't know what my email address is going to be. We'll just assume it's the cookies and beer 19 at gmail.com. Who knows, man? Let's fucking, you know, let's be let's be in a public fucking time machine here let's put it out there put it out in the universe and we'll check in on it in 20 years and we'll see what's up um but no i uh yeah we all eat like shit and then we you know feel like horrible for you know three or four days and then you go you know i'm gonna get back into exercising so of course i did and one of the big things that i like to do at night just to kind of clear my head and just get some exercise and kind of just go fuck off is I'll just go on these walks at night um, and just kind of throw my headphones in, throw on some music or a podcast or whatever, and just kind of chill. And uh, so I started to go back on walks. And the reason I bring that up is because one of the most embarrassing things happened to me on a walk. Not This was Saturday, so this was Tuesday. Tuesday or Wednesday of this week. And we, I have my headphones in. It's late, dude. It's like, 10 30 11 like I'm just chilling you know and I have to fart real bad like like I just ate I just drank an entire gallon of milk and I'm lactose intolerant kind of fart like I don't care what's I don't care who or what is near me this is coming out and it's gonna be loud like it's not gonna be like a you know like a it's gonna be like a yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be I forgot. So, side note, before I get to the fart story, I forgot that I downloaded. <laughs> I forgot that I downloaded two fart, like, sound bites. <laughs> and I don't remember why I downloaded them, but I'm so fucking stoked that I had I have these on here. So, yeah, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a this one. It wasn't a, it was a. <laughs> Oh, God damn, this is so fucking stupid. But, um, so yeah, I was on my, I was on my walk. I had to fart. I was like, this son of a bitch is coming out regardless. It's going to come out with great vengeance and I don't care who's around because I have to do it. So I'm getting close to my house. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go for it. So I, you know, I'm walking, I'm walking. I kind of like scan around cause I'm like, all right, like, I don't know if it's going to be like a, you know, maybe, uh, you know, cute chick or maybe like a young kid outside playing, which I guess if it's 1030 at night you, and then there's a little kid playing outside and we got some fucking questions, this kid's haunted or, um, you know, you might have bad parenting or something like that. But I scan, I scan the area. Like I'm in the fucking, you know, goddamn Navy SEALs. I'm good. I, I, I get the green light. You know, I let out my little, take my headphones out because I'm like walking, about to walk into my house and I look back and there was this, <laughs> this pretty, pretty hot, pretty hot chick. 
probably like four houses down who definitely heard it. And, and she was like kind of looking at me and I didn't know what to say. Like I didn't like, I probably like hindsight. I probably should have been like, Hey, you know, my bad. Sorry. You know, that fucking Altadena milk is just fucking kicking in. But, um, I just look at her and <laughs> I look at her like dead in the eye and I just go, yep. <laughs> I just go, yep. Like fucking Wiz Khalifa. Yep. And just walked in. And I hope, I hope that made her night because it made my night and I thought it was worth sharing. Um, but, uh, yeah. What else has been going on? Oh, dude. So, um, they came out with the Robert Paul Champagne documentary finally, which I'm fucking super stoked on. And the f- three or four of you that listen to this probably know what I'm talking about. Everybody else is who the fuck is Robert Paul Champagne? And I hope you're Googling him right now. And if you do, I hope you, I, I hope it's amazing. Long story short, uh, I'm a big fan of Tom Segura and Christina P and they have a really good podcast called your mom's house and they play YouTube clips and they make fun of people sometimes and it's fucking, it's gold. It's the best thing ever. And I'm super, I fucking love it. So about a couple of years ago, they came across this, uh, this video that somebody sent to them of this guy. Um, well, they didn't know his name at first. So essentially it was like a Craigslist or a, like a ad for, to get a roommate and then he has a proposal saying like you know like most people are like oh like I have dogs you know like you know you know um you know I like to chill on the weekend so like no parties like pretty like I guess standard kind of pieces of criteria this guy is a lot more specific um and what he likes to do I'll play part of it for you just because I don't even know if I can I'm allowed to play it I don't know why I wouldn't but um, I'll play the first few seconds and then we'll have a little talk about it Black guys who love to fuck and fuck good. If you're a hot black guy and you want to fuck me at twenty three ninety five, if you want to move in, you can move in, but you gotta fuck me. I need I need to be fucked a lot, man. Get rid free food, free rent, and everything else, man. Here's the deal, man. Men from jail, homeless, or um, you're a thug. You wanna come move in? A friend can move with you too, man. Free rent, you get a lease and a key. Fuck me. So that's um that's Robert Paul Champagne and at the time they didn't know um his name because they was just fucking sent to them or whatever and so uh there's a part in the video where he says like if you, this sounds good to you man like come try it out like come see if you like it and so they call him the try it out guy come to find out because the internet is fucking amazing as fuck I uh f- we all found out that they were actually able to talk to him and his name is Robert Paul Champagne and he lives in like Harlem, I think. And he, uh, he's just a normal dude, you know, just likes to fuck and all that. And, but he's a lot more specific and he, uh, they started talking with him and on and off found out like his name, found out his Instagram handle. Like this guy tells you where he lives. Like it's pretty fucking in depth, but, uh, his name is Robert Paul Champagne. And so Tom, Tom Segura and Christina P. They were able to get one of their uh, one of their producers and other comedian uh, Josh Potter out to New York to basically have like a one on one conversation with this dude. It's like thirty minutes, I think. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, it's like twenty nine minutes. 
And it's a full-blown discussion about, dude, everything from, I mean, just just really getting to know this guy because uh, to their point, um, he's provided us years of like laughter and inside jokes and, you know, the guy, I think, couldn't be nicer. He, he, he doesn't mean harm or anything. He just... He likes to get fucked, man. He likes to get fucked. He likes to get fucked good. So um, that's one of my favorite podcasts ever. If you guys don't watch or listen to your mom's house, dude, do yourselves a fucking gigantic favor and listen to that because they are, they're the best. They're the best. And um, I, they bring me great joy, bring me great joy. Um, but yeah, anyways. Uh, so yeah, that documentary is pretty intense. Go ahead and watch that. Um, we're going to do album of the week. Uh, I don't know. I, I say this every fucking week, but I don't know how this album hasn't got onto, uh, one of the episodes before. This is my, it's in my top three, maybe top five, probably top three best, uh, hip hop albums of all time. Um, and it's still relatively new, but it's a 2014 Forest Hills Drive by J. Cole. Um, came out in 2014. Um, great. It's fucking nuts, dude. From the beginning to the end, I know I always say that, but I like, I like those kinds of albums. I like when, like, you can listen to it from the beginning all the way to the end, and then, you know, you have this, like, cool experience that, you know, will never go away. I'm not really a big fan of the albums that come out that are just kind of have a few hits on them. They're kind of, there's really no point to it, but, um, I like some, I like some of that shit too. I'm just saying, um, um, but yeah, that is a great album. One of my favorites. Uh, yeah, probably top three. It's gotta be up there with like all eyes on me and then probably some shit from Wu-Tang, but, um, outside of that, uh, not really much going on this weekend, just still moving some shit, um, kind of getting settled and that is, uh, that's pretty much it. So as, uh, as always, uh, y'all be good humans and I will uh, catch you guys next week. Peace.